sales calls don't just have to mean they buy from you or not. And then if they don't, then you'll never see them. What I use sales calls for is a way to get to know someone. Let's say, hypothetically speaking, they said no thank you to the invitation I made. I make a point to continue to see them, to continue to know them so that they become someone I know, not someone who said no. Welcome back to the Selling for Yourself podcast. I'm your host, Renee Rebar, TEDx speaker, author, sales coach. I have trained thousands of people to make millions of dollars, and I'm going to break it down step by step for you right here. This podcast is specifically designed to help women-owned seed startups with that initial lift to get their business, their offers, their profit margins off the ground and running toward their goals. If you've ever thought you would make the sale but didn't, we are going to have some fun. So the bottom line is this, when you tune in, you're getting current trends in real time on how to exactly make meaningful sales activities in just 10 minutes a day, even if sales isn't your thing. Renee, I hate sales calls. Oh, I hear this all the time. And most of the time, when we get down to exactly what's happening, you put in all this time and effort into marketing, or maybe it was a referral because you're so good at what you do. And so it wasn't your marketing. It was a referral from a former or current super happy client or customer of yours. And let's say you expect that that referral person or your marketing has already prepared the person to know exactly what you do, how you do it, exactly how they can use you. That's your first problem. So I love you very much, but I want to say this. People do not look you up. They do not hear the full picture. They only hear what they want to hear. They do not know how they can use you. They just know what pain they're in. And so the ball falls in your court. So if you're having sales calls and you haven't done these next three things, then you're in for a world of hurt and you're going to continue to hate sales calls. You're going to continue to find a way out of them. And honestly, sales calls can be one of your best friends because sales calls don't just have to mean they buy from you or not. And then if they don't, then you'll never see them. What I use sales calls for is a way to get to know someone. So even if they say no to an invitation that I've made, however, they typically don't because I don't make invitations to every single person and I only make invitations once I absolutely know they're going to be benefited by this. And so I I only make invitations to people that I really feel have been qualified and I spend the time to qualify them. So let's say, hypothetically speaking, they said no thank you to the invitation I made. I make a point to continue to see them, to continue to know them so that they become someone I know, not someone who said no. Put that in a greeting card, Hallmark. Where are those days when you could submit cards to Hallmark? This is my new card for entrepreneurs. All right. If you make it happen, send one to me. Okay. So (laughs) here are the three things you've got to do. So whether it's your marketing has brought someone into your calendar or a referral person has said, oh my goodness, you're going to love Jane. She's amazing. She's done magic for me. You two should talk. And this person's now booked on your calendar. So you have a calendar appointment set. There are three things you need to do. Number one, Recon, baby, recon. I got two brothers in special forces. Well, one is about to retire, but the other one is deep in it. And I will say, recon, baby. Sometimes these guys spend years of recon before they make a move. Why would you be any different? Now, of course, I'm not saying you need to have years of recon, but do some of it so that by the time you get to the call, you know as much about them as possible and you can actually ask some specific, meaningful, different, unique 
questions that will help you qualify them faster. So I'm actually going to help you shrink your sales process by doing things really traditionally thought of that were handled by marketing. Because if we're siloing referrals and any kind of other marketing activities that you have, whether it's a YouTube channel, LinkedIn posts, et cetera, then those things are typically assumed that they're going to handle the understanding of what you do and how you do it. And in this case, I'm saying recon, I want you to do it because that's going to help you do the next step. So recon looks like this. I pull up a Google Doc. I have a folder. Let's say it's the month of the year that I'm doing these this particular call, and I'll do a handful of calls a month typically. So if I look at this month of this year at any given time, I can also go back and reconnect with these people. This is a whole other conversation, but here's how it works. I start with my recon. I pull up a Google Doc. What do I know about them already? Well, I know that Becky sent them to me and said that I was a magical unicorn and that I should work with this new person. Okay, so I know about Becky. Maybe I'll ask Becky some more questions. Does this other person that as I'm about to have a call with have a website? Do they have a social presence? Everybody has a footprint now. Thank you, internet. Back in the day when I first started selling professionally in the mid-90s, we had to buy information from Dun & Bradstreet, and it was mostly public information like where they lived and <laughs> if they were part of a homeowners association and their email address if they had one, and not everybody even had one. So I will say this, social media has given you amazing opportunities. Google them under an incognito window so that it doesn't just work on your algorithm. Go into LinkedIn, YouTube. People have some weird stuff on YouTube. Look it up. Maybe they have a surfing channel from 2009 and you surf and that can be the thing you talk about also. So look them up. Twitter, what what channels have they been in? Look at who's following them on Instagram. Look at who they follow on Instagram. Same thing goes on LinkedIn, Facebook. Look at their friends, but look what groups they're in. Anything you can find, do some recon. But here's the trick, set a timer because recon is on the internet and these UX engineers are really good at their job. So you could go down massive rabbit holes. So number one, recon, do not walk in blind. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you leave a rating and you take a screenshot and email us, I will give you one of lots of resources that I have that not only surround this episode, but wherever your business is right now. I consistently create new training and workshops and support materials for clients at every level of their business and game. And so I want to be able to help you as well. And I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. Step number two, send them something. And you're saying, well, Renee, when they book a call on my calendar, it automatically sends not one, not two, but three reminders. Wah, wah, boring. Nobody pays attention to those. I mean, it might get them to the church on time, but they don't know who they're dating. So at the end of the day, you need to do better. And so the second thing I'm telling you to do, I'm not even encouraging you. This is like an order, a direct order is send them something better than that. Send them something saying, here is some information about me. Here's an executive summary. Here's a page on my site. I want you to see this. And don't say, here's my whole site. Send them something specific. Your favorite word is specific here. Something specific and then ask them a question about it. Say, I'll circle back tomorrow to see what you thought. So now you're engaging with them back and forth via email or wherever the tested comm channel is. So if your referral came in from a DM on Instagram, that's where you're communicating with them. And then on my DM on Instagram, I might say, you know what? I do want to send you something, a form so that I can get a fuller picture of where you're at. Let's say you're a launch manager. You're like where you're at with your launch, what assets you already have so that I can come to the call prepared so that, write this down, we can make the most of our call. 
that ups the value of your time and shows them that you respect and value theirs as well. So second thing is send them something better about you and about them. Some more questions, some deeper questions, a form. And when I send them this form, there's a tick box on this form that says, by filling out this form, you agree to receive further marketing promotions from your company. So that this puts them officially on your email list, even if your email list has three people. Now they're on it. Now it's four. And whenever you send an email, maybe it's quarterly, you send an email out, you know, kind of a state of the union. Well, now they're going to get it. So even if they don't come to the call that they're scheduled for, you still have a way to continue the conversation. Remember, anybody who books time on your calendar is someone that you know, not someone who said no, even if you make an invitation and they say no. Okay. So the third thing you're going to do now that you've looked them up, now that you've sent them something and asked them for something in return, remember, marketing is all about touch points. And at this phase, we're still in the marketing phase, even though it's officially a part of the sales process. It is asking them questions. And every time you ask them a question, then they answer. That's a touch point. Touch points matter. The more you get, the better. So number three is you're arriving at the call. I want you to set an audible timer. I want you to have a timer that goes off at the time that the call is meant to end. That's going to save you so that you schedule 15 minutes. It's actually 15 minutes. And when you set this timer, that's going to keep you on track as well. And what I'm going to encourage you to do when you set this timer is to set out an actual framework of what you're going to say. And don't make it the same old boring BS that you say to everybody else. I want you to say, thank you so much. I'm so glad we're coming together on this call today. I've set aside a full 20 minutes for our call. I want to get to the part of the matter as fast as possible. I know you don't want to waste any time, neither do I. I have a bunch of questions for you. I've been looking you up, but just so you know where my questions are coming from, I've been in the professional selling industry, having my own sales teams, having my own sales agency, creating courses, consulting companies of all sizes for the past 27 years. And my goal today is to ask you a few key questions to get the full picture so that I can give you my best advice. My first question to you is, you said you have a launch starting on March 8th. Tell me about what you've already done to prepare for that launch. Who's on your team? And I'm, I'm just going to take notes. I'm, I'm not going to expand on things right now. I just want to take notes on what you're saying. Okay, great. And then of that team, do you feel that any of them could be optimized or do better at what they're doing? And so what is your good, better, and best sales goal for this next launch? Now, I'll tell you what, asking just those few questions typically eats up the entire time. And so based on those questions, I am getting information right away as to how confident they are in their answers, if they have goals, if they have a plan, if they have a solid team, or if there's other cracks in the foundation that we have to handle first, which you and I both know, if you're a high ticket service provider, that is often the case. But they're not aware of that yet. And actually, they're not interested in that yet, yet. So this goes into getting the right questions out to them so that you can get them qualified or disqualified. So let's say I eat up all that time and I still don't believe that they're necessarily ready for an invitation from me. What I do next, this is a bonus number, right? So three steps plus a bonus. Here's the bonus. Always book the next call before this one's over. So that no matter what, even if you've gone through the questions and you don't believe they're qualified yet, I don't want to lose that lead. I took all that time, effort, and attention to get that other person to love me so much that they referred someone. Or I took all that time, effort, money, and attention to do all that marketing to get them to book a call on my calendar. I don't want to waste it now, even if I think they're not qualified. Because even if they're never going to be qualified, guess what? Every single person you talk to, again, this is a call to get to know someone, is a person that knows another 100 people and can mention your name in a room full of opportunities. So here's my bonus. Number four, if you're listening, always book the next call before this one's over. It does not have to be tomorrow. It could be in three months. It could be in six months. It can be in 10 months. It can be in 12 months. Because whenever you book that next call, 
doesn't even matter if they show up. What happens is between now and that next call, you can stay connected. Your actual marketing, your actual promotion, your actual emails, the things that are coming out, when they see your name, they see it through a different lens. Now they see a person that they know and that they're going to keep talking to because it's already set. I would say in stone, but we're not Moses and it's just on your calendar. So it is all digital and can always be changed or erased. But the reality is your connection of each other is deeper. And that, my friends, will always help your business. And so if you say, I hate sales calls and you take these three plus my fourth bonus and you use it, I want you to tell me in my emails, I'm hit reply to any email I ever send you. Make sure you're on my email list. I mean, that's the number one thing. And hit reply and tell me how it's working. Where'd you get stuck? Did a part of this you tried and it didn't work? Did a part of this you tried and it worked? I have had people listen to this podcast, email me and say, I just made $5,000. Thank you. That was the first time I ever took payment over the phone. That was the first time I ever felt different about getting on a sales call. I want this same result for you. Let's keep talking. Let's keep hanging out. So thankful that you came here today and I will talk to you soon. If you ever thought you would make the sale, but didn't, let's hang out more. Thank you so much for listening to the Selling for Yourself podcast. This episode is brought to you from my heart. If you loved it, please share it with someone that you like. And if you didn't like it, my name is Bob. When you subscribe to this podcast, you'll also get the chance to come to my live page, sellingforyourself.com, where you can ask questions, hear previous episodes, and stock up on your Selling for Yourself goodies.